2: Episode 5, Busting a Gut Myth with the Mac Twins. Welcome to the Alternatively Healthy podcast. I am your host, Becky Rabin, personal trainer, wellness coach, and founder of online wellness magazine, Alternatively Healthy. This is your high-vibe, soul-soothing, weekly dose of wellness Each week, I will be getting up close and personal, bringing you conversation and insight with some of the wellness industry's most renowned health practitioners, coaches, experts and thought leaders from around the world. Through our podcast, we hope to give you all the information, resources and tools that you need to help shape the healthiest and happiest version of you. The Mac Twins are DJ and presenting twin duo and co-founders of The Gut Stuff. After becoming chief guinea pigs for the British Gut Project, where they discovered that despite having 100% of the same DNA, their gut actually only had 40% of the same microbiome, they set up the gut stuff to raise awareness about gut health and bring science to the people that needed it most. From sellout supper clubs to backing from big brands, these girls are well and truly putting the word gut on the map. Welcome to the show, ladies. I am Thank super excited you. to have the Mac Twins here today. DJ duo and founder of The Gut Stuff. So we're going to be talking all things gut health with you ladies, aren't yes. we? Yes. We're going to hear about your story a bit as well. But I think, for me, this is something that is... I'm really passionate about because actually alternatively healthy started off the back of me having severe gut health issues from a bacterial food infection. And so I was like trying to heal myself at the time. It was alternative methods, taking (laughs) probiotics, having acupuncture, resetting my gut, everything like that. So for me, it's something I really, really want to home in on because after years of struggling with IBS food intolerances and actually realizing that a lot of it is probably actually just my gut health, which is also linked to like the stress. And oh, everything, everything else around mm-hmm. it. I've noticed that there's obviously a huge amount of people in this industry who do have issues with those things. So, super excited to have you girls here. And firstly, I guess introduce yourselves. So, Alana and Lisa. Actually, which one's Alana? Which one's Lisa?
3: I'm Alana. <laughs> you can tell Alana because, I mean, obviously, it's, this is no one void on a podcast, but Alana's teeth are better and she's married. So, <laughs> I think it's just goes, Running teeth, Running teeth. Or Lisa's more chatty and I'm more. yeah. Right back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, so duo as the Mac twins first. Yeah. Because it's quite a different story as to how you then got into doing the gut stuff. So tell us about you two as a DJ duo.
3: We started out like, presenting for like a student magazine. And then the BBC sort of and us from there. And we sort of fell into presenting. And it all happened super quick. And then our dad passed away suddenly. So we moved home to be with our mum. And we sort of down tools and thought... Right, what is it that we want to do yeah. and we want purpose yeah. a purpose because the entertainment industry is a little cow sometimes yeah and it was also <laughs> changing very like before when we first started presenting it was very much that shiny floor show in front of a camera yeah. here we are this is what I'm presenting things to and then online started happening on YouTube and they're all really changed and as a presenter you could talk passionately about what you were interested in mm-hmm. rather than just commenting on things that were happening and this was never us like we did and we've done that sort of thing but it just was never us that sort of to camera really just for the sake of it it. yeah so yeah and then we got Virgin Radio after that and then we DJ'd like everywhere all over the world which is mental and then and the DJing sort of took off quicker than the presenting did really Um, most presenting and then the DJing did because when we started on radio they were like you need to play out so we learnt to DJ on vinyls actually
1: and it was a struggle and at
3: first because we've got opposite music tastes. I, so that was like our gate at first yeah. because we were like, well, what go? do we play? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I don't like anything she likes <laughs> and she doesn't like anything I like. So literally we were fighting in the booth. Like... I'm like, you play that techno remix with Spice Girls one more time. It's so <laughs> great. She still it's plays great. it whenever she can. And then we realise actually that sort of like creative tension, if you want to call it at, like a wanky sense, and actually just fighting in this sort of realistic sense, is what's made us, I think. Yeah, because we tag team in every five, ten minutes now. We've sort of got a bit of a thing. Alana's a better DJ than I am, which I'm going to put my hands up and say. Lisa's a better presenter than us. Um, yeah. Don't get us... Yeah, getting <laughs> <Again, laughs> on to And then with the gut stuff, yeah, we were volunteering for Twin Research, which is the sort of research facility at King's College, yeah. because twins are always a perfect constant for medical research because we've got the same DNA but with environments. So it's like mm-hmm. the basic nature nurture question can be figured out with twins. So we just started it. We do, you don't get paid at that because you yeah. basically get like a free, free book test. Yeah. <laughs> great. And also, you get like, it was fun when we went because it was like, he tests your bone density and like mental dexterity Alan's got denser bones and I've got better mental dexterity oh it was like how many animals can you name in 30 seconds I was like dog cat Lisa was like ostrich like literally (laughs) reeling them off I was like oh god so Lisa Um, was much so we learned loads about physiologically what was different between us which is really good because yeah yeah, because people want us to be the same and actually we were like well her bone density is actually and then Tim Spector was like at the time he was like um, do you guys want to be the first people in the UK so the American Gut Project that just happened which was like the human genome project where they could sequence DNA they oh, realised right. that they could do that with your microbiome in the gut okay. so actually the British gut project hadn't started because we had to send our samples off to America mm. so he was like do you want to be this was like four years ago so was years right when it, like, yeah, it would no not it yet. yeah and we were like ah, what do we have to do with him and he was like you have to send your poo off every day in the post for two months and I was like oh my god every right? day <laughs> what if you don't poo every day Man, literally <laughs> especially if you've got bad sum- gut you don't uh, Yeah, and then, and, do, and yeah, do, and then we had to have a regular health. she's like a regular Sally oh uh, so and then we is. had to have three colonoscopies <gasps> which actually they don't do now because it's supposed to be dangerous the thing is that that would be fine but the doctor was really hot and um, so he literally had a camera at my bum going oh would you let that kid me and I was like Tim Spector if nothing good comes out of this research I swear I'll have your head so we did like um, one month it was the month of August they were like when's a good month to eat rubbish processed foods we were like Edinburgh Festival we were doing a DJ show up there Uh, for the whole month so so we literally eat eat really bad food processed all processed food it was was genuinely the first week we were like this is amazing getting the ciders and chips after about two weeks, we were, and that's why I was so got stuff started doing really well, and everyone was like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Yeah, good," because I literally put myself through hell no, for months of medical research. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so within a month, of eating really bad, tested all our microbial. Then we had a month of doing HelloFresh, yeah, folks, so, yeah. Like variety so for, variety. For the, loads of variety mm-hmm. and inulin powder. So yeah, I to the toilet. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Mm. it does work and then they obviously realise from our bodies that we have 100% the same DNA but our microbiomes at any one time are only 30 or 40% the same that is crazy um, and that could explain like I, I've had arthritis since we were 7 and, and this is just... stone heavier at the time and we don't really wow. talk about this a bit but Alana had loads of a uh, type of bacteria called Christensenella, which is linked to slim people now pharmaceutical companies are like to ching yeah. <laughs> but actually the interesting for the time I stone heavier and we never knew even when we are on the same diets it's so of the and then all various things
2: because yeah. my mum has got fibromyalgia. Fibromat. So is
3: our mom. Same. Really? We like the same. Yeah. People.
1: yeah.
2: It's linked to trauma. Yeah. Yeah. This is getting interesting. So we're going to talk about trauma because yeah. we've found something out today that's really interesting about both of us. But so that's how you started the gut stuff. Yeah. You wanted to help
3: when we were going through the research, we were meeting lots of, di- like, different doctors and scientists in each field. Yeah. And then we were like, right, this is, like, massive, like, massive, like, spans over yeah. loads of different fields. So we were like, oh, why don't we interview the scientists? Because why doesn't it work? First of all, we like, Tim, why does no one know about yeah. this? And there was a few reasons, like, the pharmaceutical companies weren't making money out of it because it was so personalised. Yeah. The research is still new because 10 years in science years is, like, three minutes in our mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And also... The language is so inaccessible that, that no one's really talking about it apart from some broadsheets. And again, it was still quite a middle class hoity toity yeah. thing, kombucha kefir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, don't
2: want to own, like, don't even want to go. And my doctor was no. literally like, You've got a bellyache. It's well, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. People they think don't even, even want to
3: stuff. go there because it's different yeah. ways of thinking, yeah. Yeah, so we did the YouTube series and we managed to somehow get. Like the six top scientists in the world, because we were like, well, oh, they won't want to speak to us. We're not Radio Four, and actually, we were like, they we do want to speak to you because you are a younger audience. Yeah. And then so six episodes turned into thirty-two episodes, and then we set up the website because we were like, ethically, it'd be good to have somewhere for people to go. And yeah. like we were just posting new science paper on the website initially, and it was looked like shit. I want to design oh. the logo on Adobe Photoshop, oh, fun. and the website was us literally just going right like, here's the new research. Oh. How do we get up? And then the website was starting to get obviously like thousands of. Hits, Hits yeah. Were, the New York Times, I think, declared 2017 as the year of gut health. Yeah. So we were like, oh my god, this is something. And then now it's like, but I think we're seventh in the world now, <laughs> doing the gut, which is mad. Which is a pretty yeah. amazing thing. <laughs> I
2: think mean, we are going to go through some of the, like the biggest myths today, and we're going to kind of break down gut health for yeah. people that are like really confused by it, don't know where to start, think they might just have a food intolerance. But I know for me, I had eczema, asthma, hay fever. Yeah food intolerances, autoimmune, 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 but no autoimmune disease, apparently. Mm -hmm. So I think the key thing is we're obviously going to go through all of it today. But if I ask you in one sentence what your mission is with the gut stuff, like what is the goal of it? So like
3: our mission statement is to empower gut health in everyone. And to give, yeah, yeah, Yeah. and to come on the journey with us, and to be inclusive. Yeah, I think there's a lot of thing in the health, health and wellness world just now about this luxury elitism, and that's I mean we are from working class Scotland. Do you know what I mean? If we can get this information to the masses. We could literally save lives with yeah. it, and it, it, it didn't know what kale was until we fed it to the rabbit for his birthday. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. We are not from a health and wellness <laughs> yeah. space. That like, we moved to London, we did never had hummus before or an avocado yeah. before. And <laughs> and I how are you that deeming hummus? As <laughs> <health>. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no. no. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and this information should be available to everyone. Everyone, and the people that aren't getting it are the people in the regions. But need it most. Dad, but need it most. Yeah. And it's frustrating because it's, wellness is still a middle-class luxury. Yeah. And it will
2: be. change no, it, well it, yeah. it. And I think with everything in this industry, I think we're constantly talking to the people with eating disorders, the people with heart disease, so the people that already have the illnesses. Yeah. Rather than to, like, the masses. I mean, I've had conversations this week about body image and disordered way of eating. And there's so many places for people to go to when they've already got the yeah. issue. But what do you do when you're you think you might have a surface issue like it's preventative isn't it that's what we're trying to do and I
3: think that's why because the easy route to people and the easy route to make money if you're getting your cynical hat on is to be reactive to something that's already there so you're hitting on people's either insecurities with the beauty industry or what is with it's clinical so things, so it's easy to sell to these people because they need you. Yeah. Like that's why we're been with the site is that trying to not make it clinical or medical because we're not doctors for a start. Yeah. But also, this should be a preventive thing, so hopefully, IBS and IBD doesn't exist for our I mean, cousins. It's got out of and, control. Yeah. And, <laughs> and
2: I think that is, I think the reason I actually started Alternatively Healthy is when I was working, I had a team of 15 girls all with IBS, all with hormone problems. Like, hormones is, like, the biggest thing at the moment as well, I think, in the industry, in a nutshell, from us all overworking, over-exercising, restricting our food. I noticed that, I was like, there's got to be, there's a missing connection here. Why, all of a sudden, is there an epidemic of people with, like, bloating, stomach issues? Like, what does it come from? Is it years of antibiotic? We'll go into all of this. Mm -hmm. But I guess, firstly, when we talk about the gut, what are we talking about? What are we actually physically discussing okay so from the big big beginning
3: i always do it from the mouth because so, yeah. you do start digesting in your mouth and it, yeah. it, it travels down to your stomach to your small intestine your big intestine which mm-hmm. is remember football fields worth of fucking stuff in there <laughs> do you know what I mean like and then your colon and then out it comes and actually all these things behave differently and we're not a biologist by any means like Megan Ross has got a doctor yeah. Kaunick, they both describe it brilliantly so yeah. we're not doing mm-hmm. injustice yeah. by trying to go into it but all these things behave differently and foods interact in different places mm-hmm. so people fully just focus on the stomach yeah. and they go oh I'll take charcoal because that's t- But it's like, yeah, but charcoals then sucking up all the toxins from your stomach so they don't get to your digestive system. Do you know what I mean? So there's lots of... I always think to think of it as like the bacteria. So the bacteria outnumber our human cells. I think the latest research has said 10 to 1, but 20 to 1 are registered. Wow. So it's always changing. But anyway, they outnumber our like human cells. So I always think that there's more of something else that this bacteria viruses, pathogens, living in, around and on us. And we call it in the guts, I think 90 odd percent is in our gut. So we say, that's why we say gut health, but it's actually all the bacteria everywhere and that for me is how I can see it in my head yeah
2: so it's, just, it's generally linked to the yeah. word bacteria yeah. Yeah. but we need healthy bacteria as well don't? bacteria is good for us yeah in the 80's like,
3: everyone went bacteria is bad for us mm-hmm. let's sanitise everything and get all the antibacteria and then this is why I think is a big Lovely. issue of why we've all got wow um, all and we were so obsessed with being clean. Mm-hmm. yeah as we were getting rid of the bad bacteria we were getting rid of all our good bacteria as well so Trevor Lawley we met him so he's the guy basically Theresa May, was he was one of the first people she visited to give coins from the government because he's currently culturing all the different bacteria and figuring out what they do. And we went to go and see him as part of the series and he was like, the majority of bacteria is good. And Obviously, this is a dangerous thing. E. Yes, e. coli, viruses, fungi, there is bad stuff in there yeah. that you can't it on. But if you can culture the good guys and cultivate the good guys, then the fight is not... But, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was actually just writing a of the book yesterday, and I've done in the book the sneak peek. The bacteria is I've done it to Game of Thrones, so who the things are and oh the God. good guys and the bad guys. <laughs> so I'm the reference in there. But that's how you have to think. Yeah, it's it, that actually so true. just make it to make the good, good army
2: bigger. okay um, So if someone's potentially suffering from a gut health ish off balance or issues with their gut, what conditions are kind of linked now that they're finding with gut?
3: I mean, oh. it's everything. So right? you've always got IBS, IBD, Crohn's. Yeah. digestive issues, mm-hmm. but then I mean cancer, Parkinson's is a direct link, so the vagus nerve is the, the nerve that goes from your gut to yeah. your brain so they thought that was a one way system until about five years ago where you know you get nervous, you get butterflies. but the person that discovered Parkinson's 200 years ago had in their initial paper that it all started in the gut and we mm-hmm. just so didn't like, on it for oh that whole my time God. Yeah, so we've um, got Ray Choudhury, the guy that's heading up all the research, we went to go and see him and is it one in eighty of us are going to develop Parkinson's? Something like that. There's something like we've the episodes on but it. That says, is but That is insane. So they've realised that the gut actually not only helps the symptoms so like the motor neurons like symptoms but also can be used as a preventative measure so the vagus nerve they actually cut in some treatments of the Parkinson's years ago because the signaling is so flingy but now they've realised that actually just by healing the gut and using that through things then they can
2: help Parkinson's we were talking about the vagus nerve on Mm -hmm. my podcast with Rhiannon about its relationship with stress eating (laughs) and obviously we're in an epidemic of people that are that have disordered ways of eating disordered ways of exercise they're overworking stress anxiety and i don't think anyone really realizes the effect that they're having on what their life's going to look like later down Mm -hmm. the line like it wasn't for me until recently i got told that my hormones were of that of a 60 year old and that if i didn't sort it out i was gonna get osteoporosis and maybe be infertile that was when everything changed for me again like it already changed for me three years ago but I think I'd like lost my way a bit and it wasn't until someone said to me like if you do not sort this out you are going to be very ill when you are 40, 50 or like 30 and I think there's so much more that needs to be said about that
3: and I think we all all diseases is is definitely a big thing but I think We've all lost our way in the past couple of years because we're confused. There's so much information out Mm -hmm. there. It was this whole thing of like that clean eating thing and whatever looks good on Instagram is good for your body. And you know, and I think now we're getting back to the actual signs of it. And that's why people are just restocking, retaking, and saying, right, actually, we all know that processed food is bad for us, but why? Why? And that's what we'll ingrain hopefully into the next generation. The immunity thing is pretty scary like yeah. we part of the seas as well we visited like epigenetics and epidemiologists and all the people and you can actually mutate your DNA through what you eat so mental. mental so you can change your microbiome and also so what you eat affects your kids and your grandkids so your parents diet and then their grandparents diet gets passed on to. so it's not just your microbiome the problem, it's your the problem is
2: people just aren't aware of how important it is and they just mm-hmm. go around kind of like everyday life mm-hmm. just thinking it's really not a big deal or they've got nothing to worry about or it's not going to affect them yeah. and I think what you're doing is like amazing because it really sits really closely with what we're doing and the fact that I think everybody was really unhealthy nobody was watching their food we were all eating crap nobody was really exercising so that's where the health industry kind of went crazy yeah Yeah. and like great the work there has now been done but what we've done is push it so far that we're making ourselves unhealthy again in so many ways We said IBS and digestive issues, then potentially Parkinson's, cancer. What about things like your hormones? Are they
3: linked or related? Yeah, so your hormones, so the bacteria in your stomach, 95% of your soul is serotonin is made in your stomach. Yeah. Mental. time that's, that's I I say that it I'm the like, brain. Yeah, like the second brain. Well, also, you've got the same amount of neurons in there, so that's like, another reason you've got the same amount of neurons in your gut. I mean, it's smart. It can yeah. like, do maths, but it knows how to... I also heard something which is obviously really linked to hormones. It's not what you eat, it's what you absorb. Which really resonated with me yeah. because I was like, does not matter well, what? I, yeah, yeah. But it's the bacteria that help to regulate your hormones and secrete different bits and bobs. We're actually looking to do that on the site and do like a proper, because you can have your bacteria analysed and we'll, get on, like, we'll yeah. get on to this. But the thing to mention probably here as well is that science is still no, so new so until they know exactly what each bacteria do they're not yeah. going to know then how that links yeah. to your hormones but at the minute the very bare minimum they know that there's definitely yeah.
2: a link well I know after I had my uh, bacterial food infection my hormones were through the roof I mean I've always had regular periods but my skin was awful I was so irritable so mm-hmm. moody couldn't get out of bed I think this is where there's such a link and such a disconnect that like hormones are also really really severely linked to your relationship with exercise to your relationship with yeah. food and I think that's where the connection now I'm noticing is all these podcasts I'm doing. Girls are going to the gym six, seven times a week. They're killing it. They're watching what they're eating all the time because we feel like we have to be healthy. We have to be clean and we have to not eat a bad bit of food anymore but it's in our minds it's yeah. mm-hmm. actually all a mindset thing mm-hmm. because if you don't go to the gym you're guilty yeah. if you eat a bit of chocolate bar you're guilty so it's not necessarily what we're putting it in it's what we're doing yeah. to our minds and
3: comparing ourselves if we are identical twins cannot eat the same thing or do the same thing as everyone else nobody, nobody can. can so let's use the technology that's coming into play now with testing and sequencing and learning the science because it's all getting so advanced that we have to yeah. listen to it because what works for one person doesn't work for you. So yeah. if we can't be sold it, then nobody can be sold the same diet. So if, I think as in Western society in general, we've lost our ability to think critically about things. So we, we want to be about, told. We want to be told. Yeah, we to so buzzfeed right. and find out what they thought of the series last week. Or mm-hmm. they, and we want to be told what to what do. What that person did to look yeah. like that. But think mm-hmm. we've
2: lost the ability to listen to ourselves yeah. and how yeah. we feel Tuna, more than anything, like...
3: The only time why I ever tune in, well, before I ever tuned into my body, was if I was hungover, I'd be like, oh, feel oh, awful." Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. When you it, feel like yeah. crap that you want to put in the
2: negative. And I literally did a workshop the other day and I was like, when was the last time you asked yourself if you were hungry? Or when was the last time you went to the gym and did something you enjoyed? Or when was mm-hmm. the last time you asked yourself what it was you enjoyed in mm-hmm. the gym? What
3: makes me happy? Yeah.
2: And that's the thing, we're like not tuning in. There's also too much information out there that we don't know who to go to now. And there's been a lot of information out there from uncredible sources or from, yeah. whatever the right word is there. But like, we're following people because they've got an in- influence yet yeah, they don't actually know what they're talking about and they probably bought their followers as well yeah. let's, face it, yeah. but <laughs> let's face that so that's the second brain and like the immune system so that's where that all comes from is the fact that 90% of it is actually in, yeah. our, in mm-hmm. our guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Mad. That
2: is mad. So my next question was going to be, like, how does stress affect our gut?
3: Massively. So we've got a new series called D-Juice at the minute yeah it's done like, in scientific <laughs> papers, <laughs> which is so hard. And you I girls, like, this
2: must be so tough to, so, like, keep looking at all this science, like, well, this, it's because it's such new science, yeah. the scientific terms, yeah. the papers, and yeah. then, like, making it...
3: I mean, when we interview the scientists, we just say pretend we're talking. There is a there is a way to say it. Yeah, like there is a way to say it. So like, you think, think of the microbe as your pets. and we were like,
0: oh, well then yeah. that's
3: but, easy. Yeah, I think so. I was supposed to do medicine. I got him to do medicine, and then went to dance school. Much as like my mom did. And and I was meant yeah. to do law and business, and went to dance school. So you school, can imagine. It. Found <laughs> a house First people it. ever ever in our family to get into uni, and we both went. No, no, we're gonna, gonna go. go but um, you wouldn't be where you are now. Although exactly. yeah. mum well, still is. doesn't think we've got a proper job. So yeah, no. no. <laughs> so, there is, so there is like a bit of a passion for the science, but I mean it's hard and it's mm-hmm. hard. And we've got a team of people around us now that not that we pay, but like people that we can go well, advisors. Is, is true. Fine. actually yeah. because actually it's very dangerous. Like you were saying about the advice, we've got a proper team of people that we can. Yeah, but I hadn't realised. <laughs> Obviously, as you know, thingy that some nutritionists and dietitians don't like each other, oh and then the scientists God. don't like. I'm like, this is this,
2: this is this the big consumer. problem in the industry. Yeah. Physiotherapists, osteopaths, hate each other. Chiropractors, yeah. yeah. hate each other. Like me and Marie were talking about this, and I was like, to go and see a nutritionist, you have to already admit that you have a food issue. Yeah. But so you go and see a PT first. Yeah, we're not mm-hmm. qualified to talk to you about your food in that yeah. kind of way. You need to have. Like, we all want the lot. same yeah. goal. Yeah. We, yeah. The ones you that oh, are... working of everyone do. Yeah. Like,
3: do you know I mean? Someone probably needs. A dietitian for a day, and then a nutritionist, and then a psychologist. Like, whereas if people knew what each person did, they'd be able to pick. But are you on Twitter? Doesn't help the consumer. Yeah. So that's the difficult thing. That's the other barrier we're coming up against. Is people are so in their little rabbit burrows Mm -hmm. and holes that they don't see that it's not helping anyone. So if we're looking at like the
2: conditions, what can cause your bacteria in your gut to kind of go out of whack, or for you to get back? what are the main key things that? People tend to get bad guts from. Mm. So a lot
3: of the things that, like, because we've the ask nutritionist thing, we got loads of inbound queries So I sort of put them into categories about yeah. who's saying. A lot of the things people have been travelling and picked up a pathogen or a virus. Yeah. Antibiotics, antibiotics, antibiotics it's massive. Stress and anxiety. Stress and anxiety yeah. after people have had a baby, kind of everything goes out of whack. Just um, but but limited processed food. Yeah, really. And limited knowledge. Yeah. Mm. And what about trauma? Trauma, yeah. Yeah. Well. A lot of them, um, I mean, certainly I with it us... With stress, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think you... And probably you're... The thing about these things as well is that because they're multifactorial, like IBS, it could be the fact that when you were going through the trauma, you weren't eating the same thing you were doing. Your right. environment wasn't the same. So there's that element, the lifestyle bit. But then the science also says that if think, you're stressed, the, about your balance is going to be out and everything.
2: I think this is where, as a topic, I think people are now way more aware of how important your gut health is. Yeah. However, it's such a minefield. So, like... I remember breaking down to my mum and I was 22 or 23 post uni. My skin was awful, my hormones were awful. I couldn't eat anything because this bacterial food infection gave me gastritis. So my my stomach swelled up, so I couldn't eat anything. Mm -hmm. So I was like in a mess and I was like crying to her. And then I started reading about gut health. It was all coming from the US, from my auntie over in the US. And then I got even more confused because that's when I noticed that, like you said, IBS is linked to. It's, like, auto yeah. It's linked to so many other things. It could have been that food that you ate that day. So if you cut out certain foods, how do you know which one it was that you cut out that was right? 100%. And, like, if you're sleeping, like, it's such a combination of things, isn't it? Like, are yeah. you getting enough sleep? And so it's... If you were to put it into simple terms to someone, like, how do they even start on, like, making the journey of getting yeah. their gut health in the right well, place? Well, that's the
3: thing. It's, like, the science is one thing, but you need a holistic approach, like you yeah. guys do. To take everything into consideration. Yeah. Because a dietitian will give you a very structured view on what you should be eating. Whereas a nutritional therapist, for example, will go, have you been sleeping? Well, yeah. they've got a different set of questions and actually we need to be asking ourselves the whole set. The, whole. the first thing that we say to do, and it's super simple and hardly anyone does it, is to write a food diary. Yeah. Because then you can spot your triggers. And-
2: Hi.
3: an absolute mile yeah. off. But put your symptoms as well, so you could have what you've eaten, if you've exercised or not, maybe even what you did that day as a little reminder, like if oh, you were stressed, if you were anxious. Like, sat and watch Netflix. Netflix or whatever, and then have your symptoms also note how many times you're going to the toilet. Yeah, because that I'm going to say, that's quite yeah. Important, yeah. really important. I mean, right? I never know. I went into, what were we doing? And someone, Tim was like, when was the last thing you put? What yeah, were we were doing the thing. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, Lisa. I was like, well, I. I don't know like, I used to go
2: once a week how bad oh, is that yeah. now I go regularly I can't believe how ill I must have been yeah, yeah,
3: once a and how nice you feel because I always think like, when you held it, you're not at it ages, you're like, I can almost like
2: imagine the toxins still going like, like you, I remember <laughs> yeah. going to the doctors once it's a really gross tune off if you don't listen to poop hashtag yeah, that's what I'm what I'm about, yeah. I remember going to the doctors and I thought I had lumps in my stomach this was when I was like rock bottom didn't know what was going on anymore oh. I'd always been gluten and dairy free so oh. I was like my food is really not an issue like that's not yeah I'm really on top of this I take supplements I sleep like I really don't understand anymore I remember going to her because I kept feeling lumps and having stomach aches and she literally felt my stomach and she was like babe that's poo that's poo yeah all the way up until (laughs) your like the top of your stomach (sighs) is poo and I was like oh my god that's embarrassing (laughs) but it really hit home to me like people don't talk enough about it but obviously there's
3: it's mental. We all poo. Yeah, yeah. Just like we all are born and we all die. We are, it's one of the only certainties in life that, we that we're all going poo. to poo. No? So true. But there is something like the food diary and then like the Bristol Stool Chart. It's yeah, like things to so you start figure with. Out. Yeah, and
2: yeah, obviously we all get on. To so like symptoms tips. like IBS and all of those sort of things. But is there anything really weird symptom wise that people might? have or like I that guess might I, link to the fact that actually they need to look at their gut rather than them having anything else it could actually just be their gut health yeah, yeah well you a,
3: can go to if you go to a gastroenterologist so or mm-hmm. you can go and get your bacteria see, we'll, we'll talk about that thingy. but they'll give you like uh, you do a breath test first so you know how much methane you're producing or how much like different i think it's Amazing. methane. i can't remember so the acid test is quite a good way so eve Callant taught us this it's like a bicarbonate soda it's on our website and how many times you burp shows oh God, how much so acid much? you've got in your yeah. stomach. So you're supposed to have lots of acid. People think, no acid is yeah, yeah, the Yeah. but you need lots of acid in your stomach to, to break, down, to break the down the food. Probably. And a lot of people with acid reflux think they have too much acid, but a lot of the time they don't have enough because it's just swimming it. So, so if I burp it.
2: a lot, what does that, I burp so much. That's good to means you've
3: got a yeah. lot of acid in there. Everyone tells me I'm really yeah. ill because I burp a lot. No. no, see the burping and farting thing is like, um, yeah. the burping and farting thing is like, you 14 times I mean i do fart a lot but i must do quite a lot of that in my sleep they i might no retitle this ice. do you fart for yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah oh my god See, this is the thing it's such a minefield okay then the last question before we come to some of the myths how mm-hmm.
3: does it affect like weight gain what's the relationship between weight and so your gut health loads of new research out with obesity and gut health very 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 new we're definitely worth reading though i think they're up on our site if not we'll put them up of all the new but again so personalized and um, the thing about it is it's There is a link to how your body breaks down the food and your metabolism and metabolites and how and why they are produced. Mm -hmm. For example, Valana and I, like I said about the Sonella, we hardly talk about that because people are going to go, right, let's make Sonella into a pill and we'll do that. But actually, you don't want that because that's just another quick fix like anything else. Yeah. So there's loads of studies in mice we need more studies in humans yeah, this, um, but there's well, lots of studies in mice it's not expensive uh, right, fine. in mice we've done we just did a video on that so there was trials done over 70 years like they've done loads of RCT studies which are like, the best type of study and systematic review is when they take all of them to mm-hmm. figure out what it is so over 70 years and it's still not conclusive wow. About be sta- there okay. is definitely links yeah. that video comes out next week on that. Okay, we do amazing. a video on all the studies Yeah, um, amazing. That one was tough And the outtakes is basically all that video Because <laughs> really, we're like, really? this is so hard So there's links, but still very new
2: Very, very but new But
3: of, loads of people say, like, we interviewed the guy That runs Laugh Marche in the cheese place And he's been eating loads of cheese With loads of bacteria and raw milk and stuff And he said he's lost loads of weight Really? But a lot of the stuff there that talk about it is still anecdotal So it's still people just telling their stories But a lot of the things that you can do with gut health eating more plant-based vegetable will probably help
2: yeah, well, we'll go we on to, anyway. at the end, yeah. like, some of the things that people can change in their lifestyles just for, like, quick fixes. We're yeah. not mm-hmm. be like quick fixes anywhere Yeah, in the world, but easy but changes. Easy yeah. changes that they can do to their lifestyle because mm-hmm. I think we obviously probably already do them, but I always forget sometimes in this industry that, like, there are plenty of people out there who aren't physically just, don't even know where to start. And we're very much
3: 80-20. I mean, we still love going out drinking of water. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: can't well, This is the thing. I'm at the point now where I'm like, do I need to just give up alcohol? Because I can't handle it, but... Yeah. I don't want to. But now I'm going to just literally go over some of the myths that kind of face the industry about gut health yeah. and where all the confusion is, and hopefully it will be able to give some people things to take away. So, the first myth is I need to have a clinical digestive issue to care about my gut health.
3: No, you don't! <laughs> so and, is like the thing that I always think is when people go about the gut, they either think beer belly, they think poo, they think, but actually it affects absolutely everything and, and everyone. Have, neither of us have thank goodness, at the minute, have digestive issues. Yeah. And it's such a fundamental part of like what we put in our bodies and how we treat the guts, the, our bugs and all that yeah. in there. We need to create a good environment for them, all of us do, so that we can hopefully, as we were talking before, like, can be for prevention and not just when we not, have a yeah.
2: I think yeah. we need to, just in general, switch everyone's mindset to being a little bit more preventative. Yeah,
3: well, I think the NHS we've got an amazing healthcare system, but unfortunately it's built on symptoms because it has to be. But like we've all talked about before, our doctors don't have to have one hour, even one hour of nutrition. Yeah. Um. So like what we find as well, those people go to doctor for IBS and they go, oh, "Are you stressed? Just don't be stressed." And it's like, um, that's not really helping me I'm having to shit in the bush on the way to work. Gut health. There's so much broad things that you can do to help. That are really easy to just try simple to changes, them on. Yes.
2: and we definitely need to make sure we go on to them. But um, fibre is bad, so I think this came from the cutting out the carbs,
3: yeah, low so carb
2: diets. Fibre, you forget what's in it,
3: yeah, like you forget what fibre is. We were like, Is that like all Yeah, or like <laughs> Kellogg's? Yeah, <laughs> but actually, so when it comes to gut health, there is a hierarchy mm-hmm. of fibre that's different to the fibre that we associate with other things. Interesting, so prebiotic inulin, yes. which can be found in a lot of stuff, is the best it's like mm-hmm. the chief king of fibre it's like a basically like a fertiliser for your good bacteria so
2: yeah so I was going to say this just
3: before you go any further obviously there's probiotics but
2: there's a lot of talk about probiotics which yeah. we'll talk about but prebiotics are just as important aren't they yeah
3: so people actually more studies are finding that prebiotics might be more important and easier way to get in because they okay. feed the good bacteria it's basically like the food for the bacteria. the bacteria are transient so you put them back out whereas the prebiotics they've bought the house they've got the mortgage mm. so it's for, like food for, for the, the pr- food the pro- and the
2: probiotics biotic is the good bacteria, yeah because yeah, we don't could. know
3: what bacteria feeds what we know that prebiotics feed the bacteria the good bacteria that's in there interesting so with the bacteria what you're putting in you don't necessarily know what you need but at least the prebiotics are feeding the good stuff that you've already got yeah do you know does that makes sense yeah. so is that, am i confusing you more well, it's like, like anything in this world to survive you need food yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, fibre's a great way. The sort of king and queen of fibre and the highest in prebiotic inulin are um, chicory and Jerusalem artichoke. Which, which we'd never heard eat. of. Yeah. Which nobody <laughs> eats. Uh, but you are like, now in, like, my local Sainsbury's. Yeah. yeah. So I you love get them everywhere. strokes. And then there's, like, leeks, bananas. There's stuff in the side of it. The garlic. garlic. We loads of things that have got. What were we talking about? A field of leeks the other day. There's some stat. Wow. It's like a field of leeks and some...
2: And all got foods fruit. that people are not eating. eating. eating no. Yeah, right. but they're so easy
3: so to So we in, So you... Alanation and nation in Western society we eat round about half our daily intake of fibre so we should oh, all take it. What is it. It's meant to be something like 16, like 16 grams. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. 16 grams is a lot of fibre. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. when you think about... I, I just think really what happened is people were cutting out carbs and with that went a lot. And I know a lot, yeah. lot of fibre comes in like veg as well but yes. I noticed that was a big thing for me as to why I wasn't going to the toilet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah was well we start ourselves Yeah, thing
3: that feeds our yeah. community in there and um, yeah it's so like a really easy I think that it's like a although I will say as a caveat if you have a digestive issue double check for GP and stuff because up in your fibre even for people with a good gut really quickly can make you go to the toilet um, yeah. yeah so Yeah, double check if you do have the And they're
2: all on your site as well all the foods that are like high in fibre and the best kind of foods they should get so make sure you're checking that out and
3: then pickles are good for me
2: what is that what is that myth?
3: So, pickles. We love pickles When we first (laughs) I told this I was like this is the best thing I've ever heard because we even when we have dirty you martini you mean fermented you can, stuff yeah, right yeah, yeah. so you can get a pickled onion and your, and your dirty martini which is called a Gibson and we found out, we're like well this is the best and then we were like yeah pickles but actually it has to be fermented yeah, so it has is. to create its own lactic acids which is what happens when you... so not just a pinch of jars at the chimney yeah. yeah. I mean I'm
2: it's... obsessed with fermented food however mm-hmm. I do notice whenever I have it I actually get bloated Burpee, yeah. or like a stomach ache yeah. but I guess that's just because it's Small, doing what it's meant to yeah, do yeah and
3: smaller amount so yeah it that. so build up like actually someone sent us probiotic hot sauce yesterday I was like wow that tastes amazing um, so there's lots of like different ways to get fermented foods in you can put sauerkraut in your smoothies oh, oh, I yeah. had, like, that. oh. tonics like, see I really like
2: that ones. I really like sour pickled foods we pickled some when we were in LA this week for my sister I mean it's a job it's a big job oh, to food. Like, everyone's
3: like you must have like a big fermented from your kitchen no you can get fermented
2: foods from I know you can get it from whole foods where else is the best place to get kind
3: of organic oh, but yeah, actually yeah, it's scenes, organic. my sprays really sprays like loads now oh,
2: perfect yeah. Marks
3: and Spencers uh, have got kefir now because kefir
2: is a probiotic yep yeah, it's basically fermented milk and what about people that are dairy intolerant can they have that butcher water kefir Mm-hmm. And coconut yeah, kefir, no what's the deal yeah. with that? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, Fine. Legit,
3: can have, yeah, yeah. So I always say, I mean, double check with GP, you've got a problem, but it is trial and error with these things. Some people have kefir and go, oh, oh, I've had never again to two days. Mm-hmm. And you've either been having too much or your body just doesn't like it. Yeah. That's totally fair enough. There's so many other things that you can do. Oh you might just not know. like it's the like taste like ferment it's fermented foods that are that you say
2: too much because I remember when Tess and I were away and we had loads of cock cam, kombucha and it gave us thrush.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah sort of bacteria. I yeah.
3: think <laughs> another kind of yes. other thing we get asked about loads. And I actually, I went for acupuncture the other day for my marathon injury, and the guy was like, "Have you ever heard of gut health?" And you are like, eh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: thought,
0: Do you know who I am?" I'm kind of.
3: And apparently, my iliac valve isn't working, which is like the thing where it stops the toxins go in and apparently that's what going to be like I mean I'm not sure if I believe it or not Interesting.
2: But he um, there is something super linked right I yeah. think I've been diagnosed with that like four times yeah so, so
3: we're, doing a like, people we're doing a big thing on it on the site because you're supposed to speak in a fibre this is the thing where it gets thingy you have to cut out like roughage so things yeah. that are like you've got like skins and stuff just for a bit of and that you don't not almost have brands and grains and stuff if you've got candida issues just until your body gets you get under get control. Over it. Yeah. But we're definitely doing something on that because lots of people have asked us. Well
2: I like, I was in Air One in LA, if anyone's ever been there, it's like Whole Foods on Crack. <gasps> and it's just like phenomenal. Dream. And recently I've been getting dandruff my hair's been falling out and my like eyebrows really easily I've been getting really itchy and I think I have just have not been looking after my gut that well and the guy was like to me have you thought about the fact that you might have candida again and I was like oh god because I just knew what a process it was of cutting out so like what roughage should you be cutting out like anything So it's
3: like skins and no raw so cook everything. Yeah. So, like, Jasmine Hemsley says that in her Ayurveda thing, like, don't have raw food. Yeah. Eve Cowden says no raw after four. Okay. Um, which is quite a good rule. Yeah. you can kind of step by that if you want to have your dinner. Yeah. But again, like we're saying about all the different advice. Try different things. Different things and see things what, like, works. write it all down and see what works for you. And, and like, food with
2: high sugars food. in. Even, like, I remember when I did it before, I had to cut sweet potato out for a bit. Yeah, because it's quite high in, like, natural sugars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you have to remember that that's just for a bit.
3: Exactly. But when you're resetting, yeah. it's like... Six weeks, is yeah. what they say, like, four to six weeks.
2: God, it's like a world of... I know.
3: My it's table. a whole world. And then
2: the next one was that all bacteria is bad for you, so we've obviously already covered the importance of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good guys. The good guys in here. I think in there's,
3: you. like, simple things that you can do as well, like, in Western society, obviously, we have become so sterile, and that's purely from, like, hand rubs. Yeah. To our processed food is absolutely packed with emulsifiers yeah oh my and god and what the emulsifiers do is literally we've seen it in the laboratories they literally just like snuff out the good bacteria it's like a disco and they disappear all the good bacteria it's like total minefield for them so like we went to go and see um, when we went to, with Sandrine Close. it was like let your dog lick you for a bit let your kids let go dog the let garden. the baby. Let the dog let, let the baby. Oh my god. Like, you don't have to. It's
2: be... so important. Yeah. Like, I've got friends that have got kids and they're super like, Have you washed your hands mm-hmm. before you hold my child? Yeah. And I'm like, No, I've got poo all over it and I'm going to rub it all over yeah. the child. Exactly. <laughs> it's so important. Yes. It gets it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know
3: why we've become so
2: obsessed with yeah. being clean. And it
3: means yeah. our immune systems can't cope with anything. Because so what's when, when kids go something. to school? Mm-hmm. They can't cope with it. Cause it, you know, like the cleaning. I the main debate that sort of like encompasses that it's like a really interesting thing to read up on is raw milk. Yeah. So, pasteurised milk, the process that it has to go through until it gets to us is like so clinical. They basically strip all the good bits out. But raw milk, also quite dangerous because it might have pathogens and viruses and
2: stuff in it from the cows that you didn't know were there so that's like a just to read up on it's just quite a really good example to show I mean I'm not surprised you guys are doing a book because there's just an endless amount of place to start and a lot of them we've covered now so like if you're skinny does that mean Mm -hmm. your gut's healthy we've linked it quite a lot to your weight the food intolerance test thing is something I do want to talk about because when I spoke to Rhea about it on our podcast there she was like there's been no proven tests that food intolerance tests even work yeah
3: well a really interesting thing Tim Spector told us that food intolerance is the first one was actually detected in the sixties, so before that, it wasn't even a thing, or no one reported it. But I actually think it probably wasn't a thing. I think so. The um, near near that are celiac is absolutely tiny. Yeah, because that's you have to have the gene to be seen, yeah, yeah. don't you? Yeah. yeah. So, like, there is no blood test that's gone through clinical trials that will tell you what, what? food intolerance you have, and then even like you can have your microbiome tested now and we're like obviously looking really into it because we're trying to give people resources and tools to do it bacteria is transient. so you'd have to have it like we did every, yeah, every day yeah, in order to get a good reading but I'm saying that there is nutritional therapists, really good ones that do a test to check for the things that you had, like pathogens and bacteria. Yeah. Well, what did I
2: have, the, when I found out I had a bacteria, the bacterial thing oh, that was from a poo and a blo- like blood test. Mm-hmm, yeah. But when I actually found out about being, I think lactose intolerance was from a blood test too. But I actually had this thing where they put the food on my body mm, and then looked at that yeah and see mm-hmm. how I reacted to it or what might happen on like this screen. At the time, she was like, "Yeah, chicken's not good for you," and so many things I was eating. It it might just be because your gut is in a state of alert at the moment; it doesn't want anything.
3: Exactly. I just don't believe your body goes through Yeah, that one reading is going to tell you that. Especially when it says you're allergic to wine, you're like, "Hell no!" I'm just lying that one. (laughs) Um,
2: So people can still drink wine. And what about coffee? Yeah, yes.
3: it's, good, it's good to good. Have so all the Obviously,
2: I ca- cut coffee out just because it was giving me anxiety. Oh, caffeine. I couldn't...
3: Yeah, have- caffeine obviously isn't great for you, but yeah. I love it, and I love the height yeah. it gives me and that sort of thing, but actual coffee the coffee beans and what, red wine especially is really high in polyphenols which so is great for your good Yeah, yeah interesting medicinal red that's, that's <laughs> no, like, I, like, yeah, I love that's that. Normal. it's turned <laughs> into seven bottles but like you <laughs> can yeah. also get sulphite free wine which is organic yeah. which you
2: do not get a hangover on can I just say yes I great. Great. oh my god it's ridiculous although we
3: do like we buy the expensive organic stuff and we will have a blossom hill after <laughs> 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 when we're, <drawing> <laughs> we're like oh they've done it all oh well um, yeah. but yeah I mean again it is expensive but yeah coffee the only thing about coffee is sometimes it can be the caffeine that take your gut so when we do did like a gut reset we gave up caffeine and it's stabilises your mood
2: so much that, you know. okay so next question then I guess I mean there's obviously a world of information out there and guys listening I could not recommend any more that you check out the website because you can kind of depict the different areas that suit you but if somebody was looking to do a little bit of a gut reset or some just simple lifestyle changes that they could make to their life that they might not already be doing to make sure that like to like help at least begin the process what yeah. things so would you say? if you want say? to do
3: a reset I would look at Jeanette Hyde's The Gut Makeover it's a really good book it's quite restrictive you don't have any fun on it yeah <laughs> but and remember that is literally
2: only for a short amount of time yeah one month. one but it's a really
3: good What's way it if called? you have a, it, The Gut Makeover okay it's a really good way to take everything out and put it back in slowly to figure out what your triggers are so that's really good in terms of like broad stroke things again like we said before all really personalised until they know what each bacteria do will not know what everyone can do for themselves but variety so plant these veggies the best way to get loads of variety mm-hmm. I personally I've got a chalkboard in the house and I put 40 veg on it and try to wow. them off I that's a them. good check idea mm-hmm. yeah
2: each week uh, and do you know what the biggest problem is is a lot of people have been doing food prep and meal plans and with that means they're eating the same food yeah. every yeah. day so, yeah, no. sweet potatoes, rice chicken, broccoli yeah, that's yeah. like all yeah,
3: that yeah, 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 no. or get like Kent Veg Box. I've signed up to and I get so it's 13 quid a week I got yesterday three things in it I don't know what they are I was yeah. like, what on earth yeah. is this thing? But it's exciting and it forces you to be experimental. And I think in Western society, there's something like 267 vegetables available to us here and we eat on average six in the UK. So, so yeah. Variety, variety. Prebiotics and probiotics, which I've yeah. said. So you can either get that through supplements, but you can get them through. Those and you would recommend
2: Simprove for probiotics? Well,
3: yeah. They've gone through a lot of clinical trials. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but it, there are Should everyone take different
2: probiotics depending on their different needs or... Well,
3: it's difficult to say because yeah. you're literally throwing shit at the wall because yeah. you don't know what bacteria you're deficient in. Yeah. So... You could be spending a lot you, of money on a Like freeze-dried... So, like there's freeze-dried products. obviously the liquid one, the Simproof. You'll be able to tell like, in our website we go into this what brands have been through the studies okay. and what ones haven't. Um, but supplements... Everyone goes supplements are food, supplements are food. Food is great, yeah. but if you're travelling, you're and you can't working late, you can't get it in, mm-hmm. then supplements is a good way yeah. to top it up and sh- yes. and proof's good because it's a shot in the morning and who doesn't like shots so Yeah, yeah, shut, 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 shut we watch probiotics so that's also fermented foods yeah. getting your stress under control stress like and anxiety it's huge. very easier said than done but I think knowing the link Helps the big. Lip. Sometimes I have incorporated. I just like think one exists. Yeah, I've
2: incorporated so much more quiet time in my life, mm. meditation, and I have to say it's so interesting since doing that. A lot of the things I was intolerant to, I can now eat. Yeah, yeah. I can't Mad. remember the last time I was bloated because I'm not stressed.
3: Yeah. Oh my god, when well, you go on holiday, this is purely my actual, Yeah, when I go on holiday, you lose. I'm absolutely fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, how am I eating all this stuff, drinking all this bevy because I'm not stressed. Yeah, and that's also much, obviously much easier than done. Fiber, like. And top route, more fibre. Try and get that in. Reducing alcohol, obviously, helps. Yeah, we're not drinking out the marathon, and I am so dull. But we're yeah, gonna try it and when we marathon. finish to just drink once a week. Exercise big links there. Um, really? with yeah. the what kind? Any
2: particular kind of exercise? No, by? just they don't. So yeah. Has there not been any links between like really high intensity exercise and actually releasing? So more stress So they
3: did a big trial on a big rugby team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a national, like a national level, and they noticed the correlation between the players oh. that were in training and not. Is, like imagine that's doing some work for us her whole masters was on sports and the microbiome so there's loads of studies out there it's new but from again anecdotal Yoga digestive twists, yes. you know, it's yeah. that all that.
2: I mean, stuff. I did Yin yoga last night, and I have to yeah. say, my like, I could feel my digestive system rumbling, and everyone was walking out of the oh, <laughs> <And see, I'm laughs> like running to the and toilet. I you was know, oh, like, oh my and god! And it's like quiet, and you're like, oh yeah. god! Yeah. You're like, an hour and a half of there. just like yeah. sitting in a position that's gonna make you poo. Yeah, like,
3: but also for the mind as well. Yeah. Like that's yeah. amazing. Um, <laughs> Introducing stuff, obviously. Like, right, I think we're actually starting um, gut health starter packs, which is a good Ooh. way to start. So they launch on the seventh of May. So wow. No, we're both there. Either Okay. Either way. Either way. Either way. Either way. Either way. Either way. Oh my Teas god! I major. need to make your Simprove. improve. Sim have got in there. Tiger nuts recipes. Tiger nuts recipes. for fiber. And it's just
2: a sign up subscription, and they get. To it's also
3: just we're just doing one offs wow. to see first yeah. if we can oh check them, and then if we can check them, then
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else is coming from you guys this year? Book. 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 will be next
3: year now. And um, what's that going to just? general or it's going to be more like a journal so okay. like your best friend aye <laughs> um, hopefully <laughs> um, yeah I mean writing a book and it's still. and we're going to pull in lots of experts as well so it won't Fair. just be our voice yeah, yeah. which is important which is great and then yeah. you've got your supper clubs that you host
2: regularly are they like one of, one's coming going up to to be, be some like yes so. you've got
3: one with Tibbetts Planet Organic IBS well, one, IBS next, one week, next, next week next week it's just that's so down yeah. to, where's Facebook that one it
0: it's Lumiere. Lumiere and
3: Southwark. Yeah. But it's so 100 yeah. people sold out in a oh week. So goodness. that was a bit like, yeah, so we'll be doing another one of them for sure. Yeah. And then we've got a six-part series starting off every month. So our supper clubs, we were going to too main supper clubs where at one end we are going to gut health ones and having a tiny bit of sauerkraut and paying 90 quid yeah. and there's like 10 people there yeah. and it's really formal and then we were going to the supper cause the drama and smoke boys drinking loads of whiskey getting really drunk and having deep fried food so we are like to them is there somewhere in the middle yeah. that and supper we we're again like a middle class luxury it's like yeah. 100 quid to go so we're yeah. like right let's make it 40 quid Yeah. You get four courses and you learn loads so everyone becomes a scientist you get a scientist jacket oh, and each I course is stuff. and like we tie each course that's another thing chew your food so, you should be chewing your food at least 20 to 30 times. It's yes. so hard. But we've got a lot of timers at home. So, you just get one of those. You've egg got, got timers. Them. They need to be on your pack. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. what you oh, slow, um, slow eating um, is, um, and
2: getting off your phone and relaxing. Yeah, and we're yeah. Hoover's, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very new. Oh my God. Yeah. Because I'm also in a rush all the time. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, um, well, yeah.
3: So, and then the site obviously with Educate yourself. Loads of new content, got a new series coming out with different people. We've taken up like, different aspects of gut health and gone go back to the scientists and being like, right, where are How do you feel sleep? I know, we don't. Well, well, do you know what? I said this so, before you
2: came in a story. I was like, the pursuit of making other people healthy is making me extremely unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know.
3: Well, Although it's been yeah. really good actually, marathon training because we haven't been drinking and we've no, all been doing exercise and working yeah. 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 so I've been going to bed at 10 o'clock every night and have an 8 hour sleep it's
2: been well, great it's one of the marathons do you know what I do love I have heard some people talking about their process towards the marathon As much as like I hate running I take my hat off to anyone that allows so much stuff oh, to come and feel Life lifestyle like, change yeah. yeah
3: and it, it, for us like for me like we you'll be the same in this industry and most industries with work if you never quite reach your goals because you're always on to the next thing so like, we came off stage this never ends. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah
3: and we came off stage in Edinburgh like at Hugmanay 80,000 people and literally said what's next I was like, do you know what I mean we didn't even enjoy it so with the marathon reaching those goals and actually it having an end it's really yeah, good yeah that's yeah. the thing it's
2: being present isn't it we're talking about it so much to other people but I think when we're in this industry it's very easy to like not realise totally. the work that you're doing so yeah. thank you so much for coming thank you. Um I think there's a world of knowledge out there for you guys to go and get so definitely go and check out their website it's www.thegutstuff.com yeah can I have got that right we went, went on well. <laughs> we um, went on well. where all the information will be below you in the bio of this podcast but yeah here's the healthier guts Yay. Yeah, here's to healthier guts but thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you soon bye You have been listening to the Alternatively Healthy wellness podcast series by Becky Raven. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please feel free to leave your comments and feedback below and don't forget to give us a lovely little rating. For more information on our podcasts, other episodes, and to find out more about what we do, please visit www.alternativelyhealthy.co.uk. And remember, shaping the healthiest version of you means looking purely at you.